0: Hello!
1: Welcome to Tay2Z, to where we chat about every Taylor Swift song
2: in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about London Boy from Lover.
1: Oh, go driving in my uh, scooter. <laughs> that's a pretty good impression, right? My, that's good. my Idris always impression. It is pretty good. Thank you. And today, we are discussing the song, the one and only... Long Live from Speak Now.
2: Long Live is the 14th track
1: on Speak Now.
2: Speak Now was released on October 25th, 2010, and this song was solely written by Taylor.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Long Live has been played live by Taylor 121 times. Most of these, of course, were in 2011 on her Speak Now World tour. She also played it acoustically a couple of times on her Red Tour and 1989 tours. And then she did a mashup of this song with New Year's Day on her Reputation Tour, which she performed 53 times. That
2: performance is just so incredible.
1: So incredible.
2: Emotional beautiful i mean like life-changing i love that performance so much
1: yeah the dvd it's really good
2: the dvd yeah on on netflix the netflix special dvd
1: (laughs) that i didn't get to go to
2: no you didn't that performance is just spectacular and very emotional oh yeah swifties yes So Devin, Mm -hmm. what do you think about Long Live?
1: This is an absolute masterpiece. Mm. I remember the first time I heard this song. Gab played it for me and I was instantly obsessed. Mm. Just instantly. The lead guitar on this track is just everything I want. The opening lick that that guitar does, the near yeah. near near near, and then throughout the whole song, that lick keeps coming back and is just like near near near, and you're just like, we're in, we're in for it. This is <laughs> this is her song. I, oh, it's just so good. The emotion in her voice on this track, what this song means to her and to her fans. Mm-hmm. I personally love an anthem. And this is Taylor's anthem. Totally. Like this is it for her and her fans. So to begin, that guitar lick that I just went over. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things ever in in music. I love guitar licks. Just uh, they make me so happy. Yeah. And this one is just so iconic. And when we talk about iconic intros and we have in the past, this one is at the top. It's it so is just iconic. like it is you hear that and you're just like long live we're here. It mm. it, it is it is the song. I love her first line I said, remember this moment. Mm. And that's how this song starts. And so the listener is like, okay, I'm going to remember this. Mm. I am remembering listening to this song. And I, I can't even imagine Swifties hearing this song for the first time back when this album came out. And then seeing this performed live, I can't even imagine what that must have been like, yeah. to to hear a song like this for her fans, and for her band, yeah. and for all of the people in her life that got her to where she was, mm-hmm. through all of the ups and downs and craziness, and I mean, Speak Now Taylor still wasn't peak Taylor, nope. like... We didn't, like, 1989 is a little bit away, you know? I yeah. Mean, and we still have Red. She's
2: still climbing. She's
1: climbing. I then, of course, like, in any song where she has this, the line, the crowds and stands went wild. Yeah those moments in her songs where she gives the crowd her fans the moment to cheer for her to yeah. react scream you know and all too well when we talked about it that break between like the first two mm-hmm. um sections she does this a lot where she gives the crowd like a little wink and then they're like yes we're and here. then we're yeah. here we're here for you this is our song woo This chorus is just so good, Mm -hmm. and the harmonies in the chorus are amazing, and it's like, yes, this is everything that we want when we're listening to this song. Yeah. You know, long live the walls we crashed through, like... Come on. Uh, So good. Like, I had the time of my life with you. Like, oh, knowing that she's singing it to us. So good. And then, so my favorite part about this whole song is the second verse. Mm -hmm. The change in the production of it with the she has i think maybe like three guitars doing different things throughout that verse mm-hmm. so now you have like the like a ding 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 um and then you have like the rhythm guitar and then you have Amos on the bass like and all of that interweaving mm-hmm. rhythm mm-hmm. Uh, guitar and it it just creates this really cool groove for the second verse then of course her moment and the and the critics were outraged yeah screaming this is absurd and she's got the her backup singer singing this is singing, ups- absurd yeah screaming <laughs> behind her and then of course for a moment a band of thieves and ripped up jeans yeah oh my god that moment is so good yeah. it's just so so good and then the bridge is amazing. Then the last time through the verse where the production cuts out and it goes back down. And the build of that last mm-hmm. verse up to the final chorus is just like so good because that first bit you have her just singing. And then the second bit you have the back with her vocalists going like.
2: Ah, ah.
1: So she, oh my god. And then it the, keeps building, building, building. And then the cutout for the tell me what. And the crowds went wild. And then, and then it all cuts out again.
0: And long live.
1: Mm. We crashed through, I had the time of my life with you! Yes. <laughs> and, and then, oh my god, it's just it's so good, and then she goes through the final chorus, and it's just glorious. It, it's just it, the build of this song, mm-hmm. and like, how you feel, I mean, I was getting so emotional today, yeah. listening to this song, yeah. and watching it, watching that performance of her on the Speak Now tour the finale, mm-hmm. where her band comes up with her to the front of the stage and she's just standing there taking it in yeah and she's like this song like it means just so much having performed this for you tonight and having her band with her there like it is so powerful mm-hmm. i was just was starting like cry i was just it was unbelievable and I wasn't expecting to cry. And then the version of the mashup with New Year's Day is yeah. just so, so, emotional, so good. And I think what's really, really cool is that those two versions, uh, you know, span almost a decade, I yeah. think, right?
2: Probably seven years.
1: Yeah. So, so quite a bit of time, yeah. those two, but th- it means the exact same thing to her. Almost
2: even more deeply, Yes, It just
1: gets deeper and deeper and deeper. But it's always like this song represents the fans. This song is my love for my fans Mm -hmm. and for the people who have gotten me here. Mm -hmm. And I, I just love that no matter what times throw at her, she will always have her fans. Yeah.
2: And it's her fans and it's her band, too. Yes. Yeah.
1: Who I believe are also probably fans.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and friends. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, so, long live the fans. Long live this song. Yeah. Long live her, like, it's a masterpiece and an anthem and I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) Damn. what do you think of this song?
2: Long live is an epic Taylor song. The intro alone just makes me so nostalgic and emotional. Like, just those first notes, like what you're talking about, I immediately feel it. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm here a minute. And sometimes just. Thinking about Long Live will give me chills. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just thinking about it. I think the song builds really well. So, you know, she's slowly telling the story and it's like picking up in speed little bits and like the different instrumentation comes in and like, even it's like slowly, she's just telling it there's the beat under and then like you held your head like a hero. It's building, building, mm-hmm. building. And then it kind of jumps off at the, it was the end of a decade, but the start of an age. Mm-hmm. And it's just like such an epic line for the end of a first verse and it's just like the way it builds and it tells this story I think is just fantastic yeah. songwriting and then the whole pace of the song as well like the emotions can like build and you feel them and I don't know the way it brings you on this journey mm-hmm. it's just it, it's really special yeah I think that in the The storytelling of the song, she channels the feeling and excitement of her rise to stardom and what it must have been like to like go through that with her band and what a transformative experience it was. Like you can feel that as the song builds. Yeah. And then like I also love all the like fairy tale kings and queens fighting dragons metaphors because I think they're perfect as she kind of moved out of her fairy tale eras of fearless and speak now into like true superstardom. Mm, you mm-hmm. know? She's kind of like going through all that. She fought dragons and then like she's like emerging as yeah. Taylor Swift, the pop star. Yeah. You know, she's not like Red will still happen and it brings her even further, but like that's the journey that she's on. Yeah. And then, like, there are just, like, so many lyrical gems in this song. For sure. And it's just, like, full of, like, love for the fans, for the band. It's full of feeling. Like, it's just the song is love. (laughs) And then I like the whole bridge. And the, can you take a moment, promise me this, that you'll stand by me forever, but if God forbid fate should step in and force us into a goodbye... If you have children someday, when they point to the pictures, please tell them my name. Tell them how the crowds went wild. Tell them how I hope they shine. As if any future children of her bandmates (laughs) won't have heard of Taylor Swift. Like, it it, cements her legacy as a legend. Yeah. You know, like, like, that's what you said. Like, the song is an anthem. Like, they will all know Taylor Swift and they'll be like, oh my God, my dad played guitar for Taylor Swift. Like, you know, how cool is that? Yeah. Like, no one won't know who she is. Like, she has cemented her place in pop music, in songwriting, in music in, in general. culture. Yeah. It's a love letter to her band, to her fans. I think it's really beautiful. I also just love the way that the song ends with, one day we will be remembered. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, like, so good. Yeah.
1: And to piggyback on that, it feels like a bookend. Mm-hmm. So you know how the first line is, remember this moment? Yeah. And it ends with, we will be remembered. Yeah. Like, yeah, duh, like you're Taylor Swift, long live Taylor Swift, let's go. (laughs) But
2: she captures all of those emotions and feelings and this like heightenedness in this song, which is spectacular that she's able to do that. As much as I love the One Day We Will Be Remembered, that's the ending, even the way then that she interspersed it with New Year's Day in that performance Mm. was so incredible and like how... It works with hold on to the memories they will hold on to Mm -hmm. you of New Year's Day. That all goes together in such a beautiful way. And, like, I mean, ultimately, it just makes me really proud to be a Swifty. Yeah. And that's really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Devin. It's so good. Do you relate to Long Live?
1: So this song is just synonymous with Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. That is how I relate to it. Mm -hmm. When I hear this song, when I think of this song, I think of Taylor I can't think of anything else when I listen to it. Mm-hmm. Not even really how I relate. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. how I relate is how I feel about this song with Taylor. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so freaking cool for me as a newer Swifty. Yeah. That this song can still be for me. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon with Taylor's version of this song, it will really be for me mm-hmm. because I am a current diehard Swifty. Yeah. So I, I was not when this song first came out. But the fact that like I get to be part of... Of this fan base, yeah. for her, like, and how much this song means to me, even though I wasn't around for it when it's when it was first written, mm-hmm. just speaks to the timelessness of the song, yeah, totally, and the anthem that it still is, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Gab, do you relate? So,
2: when Long Live first came out, I had just graduated high school. Another one of those moments where it felt like Taylor, like, wrote a song for me. (laughs) So I had just graduated high school, and the song, like, Really made me think of my high school experience and all the emotions that come with like graduation, end of an era of 12 years of schooling, and then like all like your friends scattering to different colleges. I related to it personally at that time. So that's like what the song meant to me when it first came out on the CD listening to it. I had just gone through this experience and then I saw her perform it. And as the years have gone by, I've seen it performed on the Speak Now tour and then on the Reputation tour and It just means something so much more to me now as a Mm Swifty. It's not about my personal experience. It's a love letter from Taylor to all of us, her fans. Yeah. And all of us who have been on this journey with her. It's like so remarkable to grow up with an artist that you love. Like how crazy is that? Yeah. And I really felt this when Taylor won the artist of the decade award. Uh And like with that lyric, it was the end of a decade, but the start of an age Mm. where you're like, yeah, like she did all this, like work for this like decade, built who she was. And like the start of an age, like no matter what, Taylor Swift has cemented her role. In music. Yeah. And she's still going to keep creating, you know? And it's just, it's so amazing. And I also know that friends of mine have really related to that lyric. It was the end of a decade, but the start of an age... While they turned 30. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to shout Laura. Shout out Laura. <laughs> but I really, really think about the lyric whenever I hear this song where Taylor says, Long live the walls we crashed through. I had the time of my life with you. When she mm-hmm. like goes up high on it and puts mm-hmm. the emphasis on you. And it just makes it always feel like she's singing to out to all of us, her fans. And it makes me really proud and emotional. I mean, you know, especially like when she did that performance um, and talked about it on the Reputation Tour. Like... She had been through so much, and Mm. the fans we had been through so much, too, the ones especially who stuck with her. It wasn't, like, cool to stay a Taylor Swift fan at that time. And so just, like, going through that, like, cementing those bonds, it's really emotional and, like, really beautiful. So that's what Long Live is to me now. It's about the fan experience with Taylor and, like, how much we've been through and also how many years she's been doing this. Yeah. I... Absolutely cannot wait for Taylor's version. Like, I think that, like, all the years and emotions since 2010, like, it's going to make it even more powerful. Yeah. Like, you know, she's talking about this experience on the Fearless tour and her first time these big tours. And now, think of how much more she's gone mm. through. I cannot wait. Can't wait. I really hope we get Speak Now Taylor's uh, version this year. year. I, I, I think really it's going to be do. this year. I, I hope so.
1: How how could it not be?
2: I don't know, and right? I and I know she's given us so much. So it's like I don't want to rush her, obviously, but also like I just I want it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I
1: mean, she might have to change the name, but
2: well, yeah, that was like the whole thing with the
1: yeah
2: trademark. It was like a what's it kind of company? A hearing? It's device? a TV
1: TV device. Yeah. So like you know, like when you click on the microphone on your remote and you talk into it, it's yeah. called Speak Now yeah. on this one. TV company.
2: Yeah, but that's like still an ongoing
1: yeah. discussion. So, along the lines of this like in the Taylor's version, I constantly think when I listen to this song if she had any idea where she would be now. You know? Yeah. Like with this song specifically, like she thought that she was quite the star like, during Speak Now. Yeah. So like like this song was for that Taylor, right? Yeah. When she wrote it and she still had So much to do. Yeah. Do you think that she ever thought that like, wow, I'm going to be literally synonymous with like pop culture?
2: I think that like at that point and like how much she was achieving and striving for, I think she had big dreams and like knew she could do it and was possible. But I don't think she knew like all the different pieces of that that were to come.
1: Like who she was going to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because she was so young, you know? I think, you know, she could have seen, like, the transfer to pop, at least, but I don't think she could have foresaw, like, all the folky stuff she's doing now. Yeah. Which I think is, it's really cool, and it's just so cool to get to grow alongside her and, like, wondering, like, what will be next for the rest of our lives. Like, how awesome is that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, now we get to the segment of...
2: Gossip The hidden message, in Long Live, in the liner notes of Speak Now, is for you. Ah. Mm -hmm. Taylor explained this song's meaning on her website when it first came out. This song is about my band and my producer and all the people who have helped us build this brick by brick. The fans... The people who I feel that we are all in this together. This song talks about the triumphant moments that we've had in the last two years. We've had times where we just jump up and down and dance like we don't care how we're dancing and just scream at the top of our lungs. How is this happening? And I feel very lucky to even have had one of those moments. Nonetheless, all the ones that I got to have. Hmm. Long Live is about how I feel reflecting on it. This song for me is like looking at a photo album of all the award shows and all the stadium shows and all the hands in the air in the crowd. It's sort of the first love song that I've written to my team. I love it. I love it so much. Taylor's lyric that we both shouted out, because for a moment a band of thieves in ripped up jeans got to rule the world, comes from her final speech of the Fearless tour in the Journey to Fearless documentary, where she talks to her band and says, We've done this as a band of brothers, this band of thieves who somehow got a chance to stand on the biggest stages in front of the biggest crowds, and we sold out that stadium. We did that. Mm. And that was her first stadium show. Ugh. So cool. When Taylor would intro the song on the Speak Now tour, she would say, Thank you so much for screaming for us. This song is so completely a hundred percent for you. Mm. During the Reputation tour, where she performed this song with New Year's Day, she had a very big speech before, and it mm-hmm. kind of differed show to show. Um, but I'm going to pick the one that's from the film that was in Texas. That the they the
1: Netflix DVD.
2: Yeah. Also known as On Netflix. <laughs> Taylor said... Everybody you see, the band, the dancers, background singers, every single one of us has been wanting to do this since we were little kids. And I think I can speak for all of us when I say that even in our craziest, most outlandish daydreams as a kid, you know, like an eight-year-old laying in your room, staring up at the star stickers on your ceiling, you never imagined in your life that we'd get to play in massive, gigantic rooms like this for crowds like you. It's astonishing to all of us. And you know, we are the people that get to be on stage, which is, we're very lucky to get to do that. This tour is such a crazy undertaking, and I don't know if you've noticed, the stage is kind of big. Did you notice that? (laughs) It's kind of a big stage. And so we show up, and it's been built, but there are 368 people that travel with us and leave their families and do everything from putting the stage up, doing the lighting, driving trucks, helping load in, helping load out, and there's more. Let me tell you more. On top of that, just in this Dallas area alone... There have been 3,200 people who have helped us with this show, who do security, who do parking, sell food, water, who helped us build this and who will take this apart with us after the show. They're the people who will help sweep up the glitter when we all go home. Mm. And so I want to say thank you to every single person who has helped us put on this stage tonight and especially security for keeping us safe thank you so much to everyone so let's hear a round of applause for everyone who helped us do this and then of course there really wouldn't be a show to put on or a stage to put up if you guys didn't want to come and be at the show Mm -hmm. so this is a song that for me is always going to be about you Mm. how special is that yeah it's so special and just her thanking the people and taking the moment to do that yeah and then also taking the moment to thank her fans not everyone does that yeah that is so special and it's really emotional when you watch that video yeah really cool
1: yeah and the netflix one. it rained right and yeah. so she's like soaked yeah as she's saying this and like uh and like her fans are there with her in the rain
2: yeah it's really special
1: She's it, you yeah. know. Even, even if we weren't talk, even if this wasn't a Taylor Swift podcast, like we would, you know, pay homage to Taylor Swift probably because she is pop culture. Mm-hmm. She is what is she is the zeitgeist of the world. Like she is always <laughs>
2: of the world. She's
1: always in,
2: but like, in, like of pop music.
1: She, she's always relevant. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I mean she's time. She is timeless, and she. It is the age of we are in the age of Taylor Swift. Yeah, yes,
2: the start of an age. N-
1: not not the start, like well, we no, are in it.
2: That was the start of the age. I
1: think I think Fearless was the start of an age.
2: Well, that's what she's singing about. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So <laughs> you know, this is not the gilded age. This is the industrial <laughs> revolution. This no, is it's the age not. of Taylor Swift.
2: <laughs> it is. Well, and I think, though, like, what's been cool is, you know, having our parents and my brother listening to this podcast, people who, like, knew about Taylor Swift because we liked her, but, like, not on the same level of getting to experience her music. Because it's impossible to not like at least one of her songs because she has every freaking genre and every type of song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Devin? Yeah. What's your favorite lyric from Long Live?
1: I don't know. What's your favorite lyric, Gab? Because I think it's the same as mine. It is? Yeah.
2: Because for a moment, a band of thieves in ripped up jeans got to rule the world. Yeah. It's so good.
1: It's so good.
2: It's just like, it's so emotional too, just thinking about like where they came from. And like, she was this scrappy country singer, you know? And like, really like, hustled. And she like, made this happen. Yeah. And so hardworking. And also proving that she could write songs. And at that time, like... They weren't necessarily going to take a young girl writing songs seriously. And she made this all happen with her band. Yeah. And you can see she's younger than all of them. Yep. You know? It's just, it's really special. Like, that feeling of, like, like we threw the, like, we made this happen and we worked so hard and, like, got it to happen. And, like, so much of her success also is the touring success and how amazing yeah. that she and the band are live. Yeah. And that's, like, it, that's so important.
1: Yeah. Because that's a crapshoot with some musicians, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: and that's how you connect, truly really to your fans. Because, like, yeah. they can hear the music and love the music, but, like, to be in an audience with that energy, mm-hmm. it's, like, nothing else.
1: And for our listeners, I suggest, if you haven't done it already, and I'm gathering a bunch of you have already done this, watch the Speak Now performance, and then watch the Reputation performance back to back. Yeah. Because the growth, who she is to who she became... And, and then now, you know, Reputation was 2018, so yeah. it's been four years since then. Yeah. So, like, how much she's grown since then, like, it is just so cool to see this young woman become this, a little bit older woman who literally has taken the world by storm. Yeah. And I mean, in the in the speak now version, she does. She seems young, and because yeah. she is, yeah. And even how she's dressed, even how she's presenting herself, she it's very young. And mm-hmm. then her reputation: she is a woman, yeah. And she is she has come through the nineteen eighty nine crap, mm-hmm. right? And she is singing this song to her fans, as you said, who have stuck with her. Mm-hmm. And she is just a completely powerful of a woman Mm -hmm. at this moment in reputation and it's just so cool to see who she has become
2: yeah and also just her confidence yeah because she was always confident and believed in herself but just seeing how sure she is yeah and like how much more relaxed even she is on stage yeah it's remarkable and it's also remarkable just feeling like that bond, like they show scenes from the audience, yeah, and that people are crying because yeah. it is, it's emotional, yeah. and it's, yeah, it's, it's a really, really cool thing. And this is really like the first artist that like I feel like I've like grown alongside, yeah. and that's, it's just an unbelievable you experience. Have. Yeah, we're
1: contemporaries.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, Devin. Yeah, from one to ten mountains, we moved. Oh. What do you rate Long loop?
1: Such a good rating. Thank you. And this doodle is so good. Yeah. It's so good. Ten. Yep. <laughs> Ten mountains we moved.
2: Absolutely. I mean,
1: that's a lot of mountains.
2: It's a lot of mountains. Ten but, mountains. you know,
1: wow. a lot of mountains. Yeah. Not just for herself, but the industry as a whole. Yeah. What she's done for young women in the industry, what she's done for artists who want to own their music. Yeah. Like, she has paved so many paths for up-and-coming Artists, yeah. which is just
2: while also honoring artists who came before exactly, her. yeah.
1: So ten, obviously, duh. <laughs> there's no, there's no question. Yeah. Gab from one to ten mountains we moved. What do you give this song? I
2: give long live ten mountains we moved. Yeah. This is an anthem. It's such a spectacular song. It's an amazing song to be a Swifty. I love it. Yeah.
1: Well, now we get to the segment of. Swifty Spotlight. Well, for today's Swifty Spotlight, we have Jordan Nash, who is also known as Long Taylor Swift Thirteen. Welcome, welcome, Jordan.
2: Welcome.
0: Hi. Thank you for having me on. Of
2: yeah. course. Welcome to Swifty Spotlight. Yes.
1: <laughs> and uh, and thank you for being such an incredible patron and listener. Thank you for oh, all yeah, of your of support.
0: Course. Oh yeah, you're like one of my favorite podcasts. So
2: Thank you. Oh <laughs> thank my you. gosh.
1: Well, Jordan, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you like to do for fun?
0: Uh well, I'm uh I have two jobs from a custodian in the dorm and I'm a waiter on the weekends in a breakfast place and nice. I absolutely love it.
2: Awesome.
1: Uh yeah. We are very big breakfast people. What? um oh, What is your go-to breakfast?
0: Uh, well, I have six eggs every morning. So, mm, wow, nice. eggs, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I work, I work out a lot, so I gotta keep that muscle going. Kind
1: of mm-hmm. keep up the protein. Yeah, the for eggs sure. does it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a I'm a sunny side up kind of guy. Oh, okay, <laughs> I
0: already know how to make scrambled eggs.
1: I hey, like, scrambled like is scrambled. delicious as well, for sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I served the food, not the food.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, Devin's a big uh, french fries with his eggs person.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Person. We have french fries. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay, Jordan, when did you become Swifty? And do you remember the first Taylor song that you heard?
0: It's kind of hard to remember, but I was just on iTunes, just looking around on me stuff and I think I just stumbled upon Taylor and absolutely fell in love with her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it just went on from there. Uh I don't I don't remember what first song I heard was. I just remember finding her album. That's all I can remember.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah she was on the top of the iTunes charts like constantly. Yes. So that makes sense.
0: Right. Because so, I didn't really listen to radio too much. So mm-hmm. I was just looking for stuff to put on my iPod or, at that time, MP3 player. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah.
1: Jordan, what does Taylor's music mean to you?
0: This was one of the harder questions to write down because, like, she means so much to me, but how do I like, put that out into words? Mm-hmm. For sure. But I did put something down. Uh, I put, there's no other musician that can make me feel the way that she makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Taylor didn't exist, I don't know who else I would be obsessed with mm-hmm. as a musician. You can feel in her music how genuine she is with mm-hmm. everything she's feeling. Like, you don't feel like someone else wrote it. You know she wrote it. Yeah. So I really like that about yeah, her yeah. music. So her music was coming out about middle school to high school. And so that really helped me get through high school then into college and all that. I remember uh, Fearless came out, like, like sophomore or junior year. Mm-hmm. And that was about the time when that I came out. And so that really helped me process everything. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah. That's awesome. Mm.
1: Yeah, she has a way of helping everybody through their stuff, you know? I mean... It's amazing how each of her songs can speak to different people in different ways mm-hmm. and help them through uh-huh. things that they need, you know,
0: when yeah. they need it. I will just say, I don't have a romantic relationship, but I still feel what
2: you feel. Totally. I love what you said, too, about how you know that, like, her music is coming from her. Like, it comes from such a genuine place. I think that's, like, why it feels so real and how why so many of us Swifties connect to her. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's, the, here's a tough question. As of right now, what are your top five Taylor songs?
0: Okay, so there's this blog that you uh, you Help me out here. How do you say that?
1: Oh, oh yeah, the, um, the sorter, the oh, song yeah, sorter. Yeah.
0: Just, just the song sorter. So I redid that like this week. So I got my new list. Okay. So I'll, I'll start with number five and go up. Okay. So number five right now is Bart's Fly. Okay. Okay. I just absolutely, I feel everything in that song. I don't, it really affects me. And then four is You Along With Me. Okay. I know it's, I don't know how I feel about having a popular song up in the top five, but that really gets me going. Uh, And then three is Fearless. Awesome. Fearless. And then two uh well two and three they had all too well and all too well 10 minute version in the song shorter so mm-hmm. just put them together
1: yeah that's what yeah, i did yeah you have to
0: of course and then number one long Live.
2: yeah
0: for couple episode i even have a tattoo of long Lives.
2: oh, oh wow. wow wow wait we need to take a picture of that awesome that's an awesome tattoo so, because today's episode is long Live," can you tell us a little bit why it's your favorite song?
0: And that's kind of hard to put into words, but uh, I heard that she wrote it for the fans. I know she wrote it for the band, too, but I like that it's mostly for her fans. Yeah. So, I feel like it's us going with her music journey, and so I connect with that, and... I just love all the visualizations in the song. Mm -hmm. So I even kind of have tattoos of the visualizations on me too, like the knight and the crown. So yeah,
2: that's awesome. Amazing
0: song. Yeah,
2: yeah. We are
1: big fans here as well. Yes, (laughs) we are. Good. Hopefully, this episode will do you proud. Yes. (laughs) Well, that that's a fantastic list. I I love all of those songs, yeah, and too. I think I think it's totally fine to have one of her most popular ones up there in the top five. I think that's
0: totally okay. How yeah. <laughs> can you not just dance to "You Along with Me," please? Yeah,
2: I love that song. Oh yeah,
0: and with Long Live, I just absolutely cannot wait for the re release. Oh
2: yeah, I know. It's going to be so emotional, I think.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. So I I'll probably replay that a lot. And am it'll probably be number one on my Spotify. Yep.
2: yep. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so good.
1: Our final question. Why did you decide to make a Taylor fan account? And where can our listeners find you?
0: Uh, so I was kind of uh, thinking about making one before I heard another one of your patrons on your podcast talk about their fan account. Mm. So once I heard your podcast, I was like, okay, I should do that too. Because I have some Taylor Swift memorabilia stuff that I would like to show off, uh, be able to connect with other Swifties on Instagram. So, and I know Devin already said it, but I'll say uh, it's at, long period live Taylor
2: Swift 13
0: awesome so please come at me yeah, yeah for sure
2: follow Jordan yeah. yeah and we'll
1: we'll be tagging you in the post as well of course so awesome. well awesome well Jordan thank you so much for being here on Swifty Spotlight yeah was- thank you for thank being you for a listener me.
2: of yes. course
1: <laughs> it was awesome to talk to you
0: yeah when I found your podcast it was just Oh, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. Every song talked about in order. And I, I love organize. organization of every uh alphabetical order. Yeah. Yeah. And, not, so and not yeah, not just by album by album like every other podcast does.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean I like that too, but it's just a more fun way to do it.
2: Yeah, we were like, we can talk about each of these songs at length. Like let's do it. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> uh-huh yeah
1: yeah because the album ones kind of just gloss over you know the whole thing they have to do the whole album in one episode so this is fun to really get into the nitty-gritty of it mm-hmm. yes. yeah
0: cool thank you for having me on
2: listen along with us you can check us out on instagram at tata z podcast and give us all your thoughts Do you also love Long Live? What's your favorite lyric from the song? Mm. Which performance of it is your favorite? Mm. Let us know it all. We want to hear it all. Remember, you can find exclusive bonus content as well as one-on-one messaging on our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, or in the link in our bio or podcast description. We have our episode of The Joker and the Queen on there right now. And be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now.
1: And as always, thank you so much to our patrons. You are absolutely the best. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Well, next episode, we'll be covering Long Story Short from Evermore. Come
2: hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to See. Thanks for listening. See you next time.